Welcome back to A Creative Affair. I'm Len and I'm here today with Bree. Today we are talking about preparing for artistic practice, aren't we today, Bree? Yeah. And I told you I had a question and it is, do we even need to prepare? <laughs> prepare for artistic practice. Yeah. I mean... Do we need to prep or can we just like start doing it? What do you think? Straight off the bat, I think that there's room for both answers there. That If we're feeling the need to do it and we can do it, we should just dive straight in and do it. Uh, I was actually looking at Picasso's uh, exhibition only uh, yesterday and very much in, in his words is about the importance of uh, inspiration coming while you're actually doing something. So getting in and starting seems to be an incredibly important element of the creative practice. So the the doing is an an incredibly important thing. The quicker you get into doing, uh, the quicker you start to unsolve things. But I also want to just jump to the other side because there's definitely times in my life where I can't just step in. And so preparing myself actually is really, really important. And knowing how to prepare myself and setting myself up for for winning is really important. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) I just kind of threw that in there because every time I'm thinking about something like this, like, oh, how do I do that? I, I then think to myself, oh, do I even need to do it? And so being able to step back and just answer that question, I think is huge that we're saying, okay, yes, we want to do it. And To be honest, whether or not it takes us 30 minutes or, you know, a a significant amount of time, I mean, I don't know why I said 30 minutes, but a significant amount of time to prepare for a practice versus doing it, getting into it quickly, there is always some sort of preparation. And it could be that we're kind of always preparing ourselves for our practice. And if we're doing that, maybe it's easier to get into it always, you know, when we, when we finally get into it. So I like to think of this preparation and I'm sure you think of it in a different way. Like I like to think of like the mental and then the, and the physical too. And when I, I mean, I'm a photographer and if you've listened to this podcast, you know, we're both photographers, but you know, Len is also an artist and I'm also a musician. And so you know, we have experience with, you know, all different kinds of, you know, practicing. I like to physically set myself up for ease of use. Are you laughing at me? Cause I'm like doing all this stuff with my no, hands. No, no, no. I'm actually <laughs> thinking of a story and it's, uh, hopefully I'll still remember it when I get a chance to speak and talk about it. <laughs> when, when I, when I finally let you. So, so I'll just tell you really quick, like when I, when I was um, at university studying music, I would make sure that all of my things were set up so that I could easily, if I didn't need my flute that day, I could just easily come home and it was there ready for me, you know, cleaned and ready to go with my music right there. So all I had to do was really get myself mentally ready and the physical stuff and the environment was already taken care of. I mean, we might want to touch on environment too, but for me, the, in music, being able to just step in and overcome that like physical barrier of actually getting everything out was such a big deal because then, then I could just do it. Mm. And there was nothing in my way, really. Tell us your story. I was thinking I 
I had a, a very important presentation to do, and it was uh, to the Royal Photo Photographic Society in, in the UK, and I was the opening speaker for their annual general meeting. And this was the most important speech that I've ever done. Well, it felt like that way to me, and probably isn't, but uh, I felt the pressure of this speech incredibly um, heavily on myself. And I asked that question, and I asked many people, and maybe I even asked you, Bree, and the question was, how do I prepare so that I'm actually warmed up and running when I first uh, start presenting? And the answer was exactly that be warmed up and how do you warm yourself up well you actually warm up by doing uh, i was practicing the presentation over and over and it's the first time i've ever practiced a presentation in my life i think or that's not really true but uh, in recent years it's the first time i've practiced and then before i did it i actually had a friend and i went through and started running through it presented a fair bit of it uh, so that when I hung up with them and then started the next one, I was already warmed up. And I notice when I'm unwarm, I um and ah and say lots of stall words and feel not so confident. And it's that practice of getting into it that gets me going. And I think that was a, a really beautiful lesson because I do that with my art as well. If I put my art down, when I pick it back up again, and I mean like I put it down... Uh, three weeks ago, and I put my artworks away, and uh, I'm involved in business or in family and all those sort of things, and I don't get to make any art in that period of time. As soon as I actually pick up my art materials and start to work, I do have to warm myself up, and I do need to find myself. So some of it very much is getting myself back into that headspace of being um, of performing, and I do know that that takes me days to get going in, in that way. It doesn't happen instantly. I, uh, yeah, that's interesting because, you know, as a musician and I, if I had a, perf you know, if you're a musician and you have a performance, you're always warming yourself up, right? You've practiced and you've shown up and, um, you know, you're, you have to be ready. Um, but I was, I was also thinking recently, I too have put down my photography. Like I haven't created a lot. I haven't um, done a lot of editing, you know, I haven't gotten into it, but there's, I have a little, I have a collection of things that I'm working on and I would just every once in a while go back and look and I wasn't necessarily like working on it, like doing the practice of it, but sometimes just kind of thinking about it even, I feel like kind of kept my mind in the practice of being ready to do it. And what's funny is on Monday, I woke up. Well, today's Tuesday. It's Wednesday in Australia. You guys are like in the future. <laughs> but, but what is today? Tuesday? So yesterday morning, I woke up and I thought, for some reason, I thought, today is the day. Today is the day. And I sat down at my computer and I worked on the whole rest of the collection. I sat on my sofa all day. I put down everything else that I had going because my my brain was mentally prepared. I had also been thinking about it a lot. Mm -hmm. And so 
I, you know, it could have gone a couple of ways. It could have gone that I, I was really judge. I could have been really judgmental over not picking it up for three to four weeks. Right. Like I could have had a lot of negative judgment about that. Um, but I didn't, I just allowed myself the space and I was thinking about it, like touching it mentally at the same time. So that when I did go to work on it, I was ready. I I was ready. I just had to like set up my environment. And to your point, Len, it did take me a little bit to get into it. It did take me a little bit to like warm my mind up to the rhythm of what I was doing. Uh, Well, Brooks Jensen calls it fallow ground. Having some space is really very, very important for uh, our minds to catch up and to reorder things. And uh, our subconscious does that incredibly effectively. This warming up and preparing for me can also be looked at in a slightly different way is that uh, when I'm performing well as an artist, I'm very, very centered, grounded, present in the current space and and able to listen to my emotional responses very accurately um, and carefully and being in tune with myself. And so my preparation is really about getting into that mental headspace. So uh, we were just talking about beautiful peak performances of music or speech, um, speaking or talking, and producing art is, is very much about being warmed up and, and in tune, and so much of that is actually a mental journey. Now, I use the physical journey and the space and uh very physical things to help me get into a mental space. Now, that can be walking, uh, tidying up, thinking about things, uh, even just a simple thing of stopping and breathing intentionally, feeling my body and uh, letting go of all those thoughts and, and really starting to, as artists, you know, observation is such a key element of that. So it's not only mental, it's, it's also very, very physical, this centering that's going on. Have you found that, Brie? Yes, I have actually. And um, you do nature landscape photography. And I mean, I know you do all kinds of photography, but I'm, I'm mostly that. And so I find myself, I'm traveling to a location. And sometimes the travel can be a little taxing, like you're in a car or wherever. And then you have to like, I have to like mentally shift over. And I find that the more often I can take a moment, and I think this is what I mean by like purposeful, um, like prep, you know, purposeful preparation is when I can like stop and do like a, even like a quick meditation and clear my mind, I might have a lot on my mind. Um, I sometimes do something I call a thought download where I just write everything down that I have in my head. That's kind of not everything, but like the things that are really like bothering me. And then I can just like put them aside and tell myself I'll come back to them. Right. And then because our our minds are so powerful, we can do this. Mm. We can literally like, like I have found for me that I can write that down and compartmentalize. I can literally like leave it in my car and go. You do it anytime that you yeah, need to. I do it at home. Yeah, like if I sat down at my computer and there was something really bothering me, I could, you know, in the editing process, I could do all that and clear mm-hmm. my mind. Sometimes it's just too much that I can feel that it's not 
it's not happening that day. And like, I don't want to necessarily force it, but it is a tool that I use to, to help me get into that space that you talked about. Um, which is like, like, I want to be in an emotional state with a clear mind, like a, where the state with a clear mind where I can allow these other emotions to come through, um, where I feel really open and curious because that's when I do my best work. Mm -hmm. And if I know that that's when I do my best work and I can do some preparation ahead of time, like meditate or clear my mind or take a few minutes and breathe, (laughs) that's really like, even now I'm like, Oh, breathe out. You know, that's really helpful for me to know that I work better when I do that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll take the time to do that ahead of time. You know, that's what walking does for you, right? Yes, walking does do that for me. And Julia Cameron in uh, The Artist's Way says to do that every single morning. And she calls that morning pages. You have this this download dump uh, of information. And uh, I think carrying a journal, and this is something that I have as a, a personal practice and as you say, writing all those things down and then closing it or turning the page actually allows you to clear space in your mind. I think that's a really beautiful thing, Brie. Uh, what did you call it? A download yeah. dump. A oh, thought that, download. A and thought download. A oh, okay. I, sorry, this? I didn't mean to turn it into toilet mm-hmm. humor. But anyway, um, you, you no, are. You're no, getting no. rid of. No, it's, you're getting it's rid just... of stuff, aren't you? Like it's like, oh, okay, it's coming out of my head, and I'm going to put it on this bit of paper. And then it's gone. And it's almost ritualistic, isn't it? It's not even gone. Yeah, it's not even gone. It's just on pause. Because I think our brains have all of that stuff floating around in there because it, our minds want us to pay attention to that stuff. And if, if I find, I find that if I do that, then when I get back, I can make decisions about what I want to pay attention to on purpose, you know? So we actually talked about this in our journaling, in our episode on journaling, and I'll link to that in the notes. So if it's just a longer episode, if anyone wants to listen to it, so <laughs> mm. I'll put, I'll put it in the notes. Um, but it can be really helpful for preparing yourself for practice. So breathing, walking, what else? What else can we do? Well, one of the things... Having a good meal. One of the things... Oh, yeah, food is very important and hydration, like drinking food. Um, lots of water and making sure <laughs> that you're Len needs his tea. I need my cups of tea. That's definitely right. <laughs> I have to take it with me yep. when I go out. Another one is uh, thinking about things. So I know that I immerse my whole life in art and so by always consuming, looking and thinking and even taking mental, um, creating mental artworks in my mind, that helps me shortcut some of that process because I don't actually, well, I try to stay in that mode for as long as possible and, and not put it down, but to, to keep rolling with it. So I'm actually in practice all the time. And I suppose the, the musical metaphor there is practicing every day, isn't it? Yeah, you can also practice in your mind, you yes. know, like, you know, practice my fingerings for something or like you said, you know, just running through it. And and I have a project that I'm working on. I have no idea what it's going to look like. I've never done anything like it before, but I just keep thinking about it in my mind over and over and over again. It's not like I'm worried about it. 
it's just I'm practicing. I think I'm pre I'm preparing myself for when I actually go do it. So that when I go do it, it's going to be little, it's going to be easier for me to ease into the, the project when I'm there. Mm-hmm. Who knows? This one's going to be different. Um, but I, I think a lot of us make the mistake, or at least I used to, if I'm not actually physically doing something like busy work on the computer or paint, you know, whatever, physically doing something, I think we can, it can be easy to make the mistake of, thinking we're not doing anything. Ah, exactly. In actuality, (laughs) a lot of, right? A lot of the preparation happens first in our minds. And so if we're always touching on it, you know, if if you're having a nap and daydreaming about your art before you take your nap, that's still practice. I mean, I'm saying that's practice. It depends on how you think of it. And uh, we've got our consciousness and we also have our uh, unconscious or our subconsciousness, it needs time to think about these things, doesn't it? Our whole body, uh, I think a, a really beautiful example of this is we, we, we work on something, we put it down and we sleep on it. And we have that saying, I'm going to sleep on this um, problem. And then the next day we wake up and our um, subconscious has been working on it. And sometimes that's conscious and sometimes it's subconscious, but mainly it's uh, underneath. And we suddenly have the answer the next day and things suddenly become easier to do. And when we focus in too much on it, it becomes too much. So we, we need to pull back and, and allow that space to happen. And I think giving ourselves permission to do nothing or to do something else is very much a part of this preparing for creativity and, and, and being so centered in yourself that you can say that, well, it's all right, today I'm not going to make any art physically and I'm going to go and work in the garden and do something with my hands or I'm going on a big long walk to exercise my body or uh, I'm going to go to an art exhibition and uh, be immersed in it in a very, very different way so that when your brain comes back to it physically and your body, you've actually used that time to prepare yourself. I love that. Len is all about the dreams. (laughs) (laughs) I don't remember mine anymore, but my mom always jokes about how I used to wake up and tell her my crazy dreams. So, (laughs) Um, Len... I think another part of this, uh, I just had an idea of something that came to me. Um, oh, shoot. Why am I old? <laughs> I have these great ideas and I forget them right away. They'll come it's, back. I know. I'm like in quotes, only 47. Um, no, it was about, uh, was it about time? Oh, shoot. Darn it. <laughs> I can't remember. <laughs> it was good, though. Oh, good. I bet I'll, I'll better remember in a second. <laughs> oh, that sounds very good. <laughs> I feel like we should pause this podcast so I can remember what I was going to say. Oh. <laughs> well, that's all right. <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> um, we can come back on another podcast to discuss other, so many other topics. And uh, that's very much uh, our second season is to come in with uh, lots of quickies and uh, uh, not... Uh, spend all day discussing something but 
try to get to the bottom of it very, very quickly. <laughs> Maybe that's what happened today already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I agree. I agree. Well, I it was like one last thing I like wanted to wrap it up with. I, I think in with this topic however you want to prepare is totally up to you oh i know what it is i found i found it here's what i here's i think one last thing i'll offer is when if you have if you're going to do a practice that takes a lot that you know is going to take some mental energy set yourself up for success. Maybe consider doing it at a time when you're not really hungry and you're not really tired and you have the most energy. So like for me, I have a lot of energy in the morning. So uh, like getting into and doing some creative work for a couple of hours in the morning is going to be really huge for me. I'm going to get so much more done than I would at like you know, after dark, but some people work really well after dark. Are you one of those people, Len? Yes, I do work very well um, after dark. Although as I age too, um, that ability to stay up all night and work very hard seems to diminish and I get more tired and have to go to bed much more earlier as I age. But uh, (laughs) yes, I'm a night owl and I work very well at night and it takes me a while to warm up and get going in the mornings. One of the things for me... Yeah, see, I'm the total opposite. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's why we get on so well. We're yin and yang, and uh, that's how this discussion is so interesting because we offer such various uh, perspectives on the the same thing, and it's so enlightening to talk about these things. I did want to uh, say that it is really important to figure out what you personally need to do to prepare to be creative. And the the key is to unravel what works for you and make that conscious. And so like if you're having a a download uh, dump uh, works and you know that it does, well, then use it. If going for a walk works for you, use it. If you can create little rituals that actually help center you and get you into that creative space uh, and use them. And there's so much magic in rituals um, because they trigger us to go into um, certain states of consciousness or certain ways of being. And uh, the creative flow is uh, very much a, a way of being that we want to trigger ourselves to get into. and. The more we know ourselves and know what our processes and procedures we use to get there, the better artists we can be. And the quicker we can get there and stay there and stay there as long as possible. As long as we want to. Yes, as long as we want to and as long as that, you know, things are buzzing around and going wild for us. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely, because art is fun no matter what you do or at least I hope it is for you. So I think that's the end of our quickie, Len. It is indeed. Thank you for joining us in our creative affair. If you love the passion we bring to this creative content, please support the podcast by sharing with a friend, subscribing, and leaving us a review. Thanks. If you'd like to learn more about creative photography, visit lenmetcalf.com, where you can find links to Len's photography school, videos, and publications. He would love to invite you to sign up to his newsletter. 
To find out more about my work, including my photography and mentoring in my Creative Confidence group coaching program, visit creativemindscoach.com. See you next time.